Hola, mi peoples. Hola, mi gente. My trumpeters. Good day to everybody. This is Ariel, your host with the vocal trumpet. And let me just kick this off by saying we've got a lot of great movies that are out. John Wick 3, Aladdin, for the love of everything, Aladdin. And one of my favorites that I know I want to watch, Godzilla. So, with that being said, out of those three, what are you guys going to be watching, I'm sure, this weekend? John Wick 3 is a big deal. Uh, I'll be honest, Keanu Reeves is awesome. I think he's definitely awesome. And as my wife brought up, now we have Holly Berry jumping in. I was watching on YouTube Holly Berry, honestly, just doing her practicing in, in, in preparation for whew, John Wick 3. Will Smith with Aladdin. You know, I will definitely say that that's something that, you know, if I, if and when I ever get to the opportunity to get to these kind of, uh, of places where I can say, yeah, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. You know, to make so much X amount of money, for example, but it's Robin Williams really did a very solid and he has solidified the genie. You know, all his different voices, everything that he did that was Robin Williams at his finest, and the genie was like the the gateway to showing what he is not only fully capable of, but who he is, just like naturally him. And then we have something I grew up with: Godzilla. I love Godzilla. I know when the first Godzilla remake came out, it was nothing but oh, he's too fat. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. And I will definitely say that the previous Godzilla was done in New York. That was just, to me, an embarrassment for Godzilla. So let's go ahead. These are the subjects so far I'm going to touch on. If anything else I jump into, let's go ahead and get into it. So with John Wick 3, John Wick 1, uh, I mean, at first I was like, eh, I'm not really interested in watching it. My wife was like, let's go. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. After watching John Wick 3, I will definitely say... Wow, I'm in. John Wick 2. You know, I wasn't really thinking it was going to be the same formula because there's a lot of movies that come out, part one, great, and they don't follow the formula for part two. And then they say, man, we really missed out. We didn't make as much money as we thought. Uh, this was the reviews, this is what people said. It just wasn't as big of an impact as one. And then part three come, would come out with that same formula as part one, and it's just boom, in your face. It's great. I would definitely say John Wick 1 and 2 were both awesome. And I don't even want to make the assumption. I just feel like I know John Wick 3 is going to be worth the watch. You know, for watching Keanu Reeves do his, you know, he just loves to do that stuff. Uh, shooting at the target ranges, that man is unbelievable. And to see Holly Berry from start to where she's at for that movie, you know, finishing, unbelievable marksmanship. So... I applaud Holly Berry for doing that. I mean, yes, I've had a couple buddies tell me, like, yeah, but if I was getting paid basically to go to the range every single day or I was just paying out of pocket because I have that kind of money to go to the range and have a limitless amount of rounds and have these kind of trainers and teach you this and teach you that for a minimum of, let's say, six hours a day, four out of five days out of a week, that's all you did. Yeah, you're going to get good pretty fast. 
Of course you are, you know, but let's be honest. Not all military have the opportunity to go to a range every single day and perfect that. And same thing goes for a lot of other professions, right? You don't have every single day you go to the range and you shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. But let's be real here. It's for a movie. Aladdin. Will Smith. I'm not doubting you, man. I'm not. Because you basically put your hand, you put your voice into almost anything, and it's just gold. Like, it's great. And I'm not doubting this, man, but the truth is, like, there's just a lot of things about the movie Aladdin that, let's be honest here, I don't even think that should have been a live-action movie at all. But I understand the direction that Disney is taking all of these movies. It's like, let's go ahead and do it for the new generation. Let's let's work with what we got with CG and so on and so forth. But I don't know, man. I'm going to watch it anyway. I have seen a couple of my buddies already uh, posted reviews. They loved it. They enjoyed it. I mean, first, it's Will Smith, man, as the genie. What a lot of what a lot of critics. Or people just in general. Let's just say people just in general. We want change, but we don't want to accept the change. You know? And Robin Williams did a cartoon. We're talking about a live action now. Live action, there's a lot of things that cannot be done in comparison to what Robin Williams had. Because Robin Williams' voice is what was put in there. And we're talking about, could Robin Williams, let's just say, could Robin Williams have done a live action What would he have looked like if he was live action genie? Be real with yourself. What would he look like versus what Will Smith makes the genie live action into for the movie? And I think for the face and for everything, I think he fits. Honestly, he fits the description of what we would picture a genie to be. And also, oh, but he's black, oh, but this. Where in the world actually are they? Agrabah. So what do people look like out there? They're not white. Think of it right away. They're not white. They are colored. They are. And he fits, I want to honestly say, perfectly in all of this. Will Smith, I give you guys, honestly, I give you kudos for even accepting the role and jumping into the hurdle for, because these are challenges that I'm sure he himself, because I did watch one or two things where he's like, I'm not accepting that role. Absolutely not. Robin Williams hit it out of the park, and there's nothing for anyone else to do above that. But for live action, it's it's a completely different world. A whole new world. Right? But all in all, off of what I've seen in trailers and even Will Smith's uh, YouTube channel, brother, kudos to you kudos to you moving to Godzilla all right so in the first one I will say that I was part of a lot of us Godzilla fans that will definitely admit there was not enough of the monster thing going on but this was more step one into Godzilla and seeing what can Godzilla do how big of an impact is Godzilla for all of us to watch and I mean, me, I love Godzilla, so I'm going to watch it. Like, the one that came out in Japan uh, not too long after uh, we got the Godzilla movie. 
And it was just a reimagination of how Godzilla came to be. And I thought it was great. I thought it was great. But talking about this movie, now we got the King of the Monsters. That's just introducing that there's more to come. And then you also have the fact that, uh, what was it called? Skull Island? Basically King Kong? That was an amazing movie. And we all know that at some point, these two titans are going to meet up rather to battle something out or to battle out and then battle another kaiju, another monster. Because let's be honest, man, the battle between Godzilla and King Kong is something that everyone loves to watch. Two of the most iconic silver screen monsters going at it. We love it. The Godzilla to me is is well worth it. I enjoyed watching it growing up seeing how how Godzilla has evolved, son of Godzilla. And now we're at kind of like a, a, a phase one reboot of what Godzilla looks like. He towers over what current skyscrapers are. You know, it's no longer the person in the suit with the cables and all this stuff. Now it's all CG. And that's the reason why a lot of people are very hesitant towards that because a lot of us are, honestly, the age of, let's just go from 25 and older, 30 and older, that grew up watching Godzilla. And a lot of uh, a lot of us that have watched Godzilla, we're way older than 30. That have watched Godzilla and fell in love with Godzilla. So what does this one have to bring to the table, you ask? I mean, it's Godzilla. And taking a step back, it's Aladdin. Taking another step back, it's Keanu Reeves. Great actors, great writers, great stories, everything being put together. And I'll definitely say, I really want to know what all of you Trumpers out there, uh, when you go watch the movie, what you think about John Wick 3, throw those in the comments, uh, voice message me on them, go, on the, go to the Facebook page, the Vocal Trumpet, uh, you know, Facebook, throw in those comments, I'm going to post on there, what did you guys think of this movie, then the following, what you think of this movie, you know, being John Wick 3, being Aladdin, and obviously, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, what do you guys think? Throw those comments in there. Let me know what you think. And I do have to touch on the elephant in the virtual room because we're, you know, I am in a, in a mobile room right now, but when you listen, you're in that room. So collectively, when we all sit together to listen, it's a virtual room. So in this virtual space, spoiler alert ahead, spoiler alert ahead, Game of Thrones. The final season, the final episode, I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm going to say it again. Spoiler ahead. So if you listen from this point, you know what's coming. A spoiler. First, the name Brand the Broken. <laughs> That's a heck of a name for a king, Brand the Broken. Like, the dude's broken. We got it but you couldn't have called him something else, right? Secondly, I really feel like it was a big setup, man. Like, he stayed quiet. It, to me, it was equivalent to Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange played it a little differently. You know, like, Doctor Strange said he's seen 14 million so many ways of how they don't win, and there's one way that they win. So, Bran, being the three-eyed raven... 
He's seeing what happens if he does this or he doesn't do that. And all the man had to do was just say a few words and motivate somebody to defend or to do something and they died for him. Basically, that's what happened. And then you also have the fact that in the end, it's like, he doesn't want, he doesn't want the Iron Throne. And my man, you know, Brand the Broken turns and says, why do you think I've come all this way? It's like, you're telling me, Brand, you're telling all of us, you are willing to accept deceit, which no longer technically even exists because of how the dragon said, you know what, it's all about this stupid throne that no one deserves this throne. Like, you know, the death of Danny. Like, I just feel like I understand the story. I got it. But I really feel like everything was just sped up. Everything was too fast. Like, I really think if they would have had maybe four or five more episodes, they could have expanded a lot more on story. But it's like, let's just close it out. We're done. It's over with. Bam. And I know, as, as many of us, like, I'm, I'm critiquing right now as a critic. I got it. You closed it. Everyone's going to move forward. They've done this for eight plus years, whatever it is. Everyone's done great. And all the actors and actresses are going to move forward with their careers and, and their contracts to do other things. Like, I got that. That's moving forward your career. But I know there's no books out for these last, you know, for these last uh, two seasons, I want to say. I haven't read any of the books. And I know that the books, a lot like The Walking Dead with the comics, the books for Game of Thrones, the characters are there, or there's other characters that lived, others that died, so on and so forth. It's the same thing with The Walking Dead, you know? You have your characters that start off with the comics, the comics keep coming out, and then the story will go from there, but I'll definitely say, but people that have told me that, that have read the books, they just like, dude, I don't, I have, you know, I've read the books, the last two aren't out, and you're talking about Game of Thrones is already closed, it's a done deal, I'm just not happy. I'm be honest. I'm not happy. I'm disappointed with the end. Because I really feel like out of all this time, all these characters, so many of them were hyped up to be so much more. And then in the end, um, I don't remember her name. Man, I can't believe I cannot remember her name. She was always talking about the witch, basically. That's really what she was to me, the witch talking about you know the 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 fire look into the fire the fire does this the fire does that she walks off she takes off the brace or whatever and she just withers and ashes and she's gone it's like what just happened all these people that died i know i understand the reason why they died it was a serious 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 epic battle because the night king had his army trumped no pun intended with the vocal trumpet trumped the humans that were alive like it was like for every one person it was easy like a hundred or more dead it was insane the amount of lives that were taken the dragon did its job the night king's variant of the dragon if you will it didn't really do its job it's like you know i guess we, we were expecting dog fights and there was a lot that did just did not happen how the second dragon ended up dying it's just like that, I understand, fueled Danny's fire. I got it. Her best friend killed Grey Worm. Um, 
the love of his life gone. So it's like they had reason to do what they did. I understand that because it became personal. It was not a political game. It was a personal thing. And the destruction of everything there and the death of so many children, so many families, so many people. Oh my gosh, it was like there was so much going on and then you just seal the deal. You close it, it's done, you shut it off. And honestly speaking, it's it's like, I think that was too soon. I really think it was too soon. The speech that Tyrion gave to, to Jon Snow, you know what you need to do. Jon Snow just all of a sudden became motivated to execute this decision and just did it. He killed Danny. He did. And the dragon just picked her up and flew off like, I'm taking my mom. And I'm going to bury her myself, you know? And the dragon decided to say, all this has been about a stupid throne. And he did not, or it, I should say, did not kill Jon Snow. Even though it's like it looked like, dude, I should just sear you and just put you to ashes. And it didn't. It's like the dragon understood, you just killed my mother. But out of rage, it's like, you know what? Just to the hell with this throne. All of this for my mother to die because of this. And it just melted away the throne. And the throne no longer exists. You know, you just have Bran the Broken. Tyrion's the Hand. And, oh, I'm like, how could I forget? The one night stand with a pun intended in there. You know, the Kingslayer uh, uh, knighted... I can't even remember her name now because it's just like it's aggravating, man. Like such a great story. Closing out this way was just like, come on. It closed with he took her virginity, he knighted her, took her virginity, and basically left to his the love of his life, which is his queen. And then to see how they died, I was like, that's that was pathetic. That was like what that was it. That's how they died. That was the story of how the King Slayer died. And the queen dies, like, really? The hound? The hound, I will definitely say, him and his brother had a great face-off. <laughs> they faced off pretty well uh, all the way to the end. That was definitely understandable. That battle was understandable. You know, it was just like, the way it ended, though, fire. The fear that the hound had was fire. And he just wanted to end his brother's life. And it happened that way that the ending was fire. Arya, Arya Stark's sole thing on, you know, sole person on that list was to take out the queen and the hound told her, no, don't walk this path. And the queen dies anyway. You know, Tyrion, I understand, man. He lost his brother and his sister over what he felt was, this is dumb. Why are we fighting for all these reasons? Let's just honestly let us make these changes. Let's all work together. But the Mad Queen, if you will, Cersei wasn't seeing that. She had the power. Or so she thought. Because even the armada on the water that she had decimated. One dragon. I understand that Danny's second dragon was killed by the scorpion spears, I want to say they were called. Like, surprise attack. You know, surprise attack. And to see a dragon fall from the sky 
was a major blow. And then after that, being her best friend, it's personal now. And then on top of that, she also had what she thinks and what she felt the love of her life was not the love of her life anymore. He's like, I know who I am. I know who you are. Basically, you're my aunt. And I slept with my aunt. Like, I'm already disgusted by that. So it, it didn't work out. A lot of things just did not work out. The ending for Jon Snow is like, dude, really? He always said he doesn't want the throne, even though a lot of us are like, dude, you deserve the throne. He didn't want the throne. And guess what? He didn't get the throne. No one that we anticipated, no one that we assumed, no one that we thought got the throne. No one. No one. And what ended up happening was Bran ended up just taking it, and everyone accepted it because it was time for change. And it was not all done in a manner which, in, in, in essence, Danny didn't fail on that mission. She did not. She truthfully just did not. What she wanted was to make the change, to break chains, to free everybody. And now Bran the Broken, which can see into the future and can see things that no one else can. It's, I thought he would have been great as a hand. Like, hmm, let me go ahead and, and disappear for a little bit. Let me get your answer. But he's the king. So it's almost like, why do you need a hand? But Tyrion is the hand. And Tyrion is the one that will gladly go ahead and say, I don't think we should do that, and here's why. You know, he is, according to, to Bran, he is, quote-unquote, like kind of his prisoner the entire time uh, because he's the hand. He's like, I don't want to be the hand. Well... You are, because I'm the king, so done. No no questions, no no quarrels about that. It, it is what I said it is. And, you know, it's... I have more to talk about Game of Thrones, because a lot of us are, are emotionally invested in watching this for years. And then the ending, the way it came about, you're like, why? You know, it's like, what, what just happened here? And I can understand. HBO's like, dude, we had the most people watching for the duration of uh, uh, the, the entire time that this thing's been out. More people watch this episode than ever. Yeah. it's it's This is it. We want to know how it ends. And you gave us what a lot of people talked about with The Sopranos. was like, what kind of ending was that? You know? And that's how a lot of people felt. That's how I felt. Like, what is this? <sighs> But it is over. And now the only thing a lot of us are waiting for now is what spinoffs are coming. Are you giving us prequels? Are you giving us some more after where everybody's going to be going? What's happening from here? You know, what's next? And that's what a lot of us want to know. What is next now? So with that being said, I'm going to post up on the Facebook, uh, the Vocal Trumpet Facebook page about John Wick 3, Aladdin, obviously the one Godzilla and then after that let's talk about some Game of Thrones because a lot of us are honestly we feel the same man what just happened I love you guys with much respect you know it's Ariel the host of the vocal trumpet I'm working right now to see how I can get on with a buddy of mine that also does podcasts obviously a shout out to him uh, he knows who he is. I'll go ahead and get you guys the info later on. Um, just remember, you're awesome. You are. Do not steer away from your goals. Don't let anyone take that away from you. You are awesome. Stay focused. Stay hungry. 
remain humble. This is again Ariel with the vocal trumpet. I love you guys. Take care. Have a great and safe weekend. Remember, for Memorial Day weekend, remember the fallen. Not like Transformers. Remember the fallen. A moment of silence. To the fallen, thank you for what you've done to get us to where we're at today as everything that you did was 100% worth it. The ultimate sacrifice. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. We thank your families. With much love and respect to all of you. God bless you all.